Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to Life's Journey, Connected, and Anchor Weekly Radio Show. Welcome to my show. I am Marie Ilya, your director and manager, your host for Life's Journey, Connected. And today is a special encore. Naturally, Autistic Anchor Radio is now on the air. It's now 8 o'clock p.m. Pacific Standard Time, where we are broadcasting from in the Pacific region. Now, good evening to you, listener, if you happen to be tuning in from that region right, right this very moment. But, listener, if you are tuning in outside the region, whether it be Eastern, Central, or just globally around the world... Good morning, or good, afternoon, or good afternoon, or even good ne- next day to you, for wherever you are tuning in from. And this, and the show you are tuning into right now, which is just starting up at this very moment, is Anka Healthy Living, the weekly Tuesday evening series about its namesake, which is, well, health, and healthy living in general. Whether it be mental, physical, or spiritual, whatever the approach, whatever the discussion the message comes out the same in the end. It's very universal and simple. Good, balanced health leads to a good, balanced, and prosperous future for posterity. So it is best that we all strive towards that basic human and vital goal in our daily life. And this show, like many others on this station, Naturally Autistic Anka Radio, is sponsored by Naturally Autistic Anka themselves, and the Great Ricolora family. Now, if you want more information on Naturally Autistic Anka, you can visit their home office website, www.naturallyautistic.com online. And there's also another way to, a way to find out about them. You can visit them on Facebook, yes. Naturally Autistic Anka has its presence on Facebook with the following pages. Naturally Autistic Anka, Anka Promotes, there's also our spin-off page, Naturally Autistic Anchor Radio spin-off page, Anchor Radio Shows, where you can find out what's on the itinerary for that day. And if you wish, drop a comment or even interact with the various hosts of the of the radio shows on this station. And if you want to find out also about the upcoming International Naturally Autistic People Awards Convention and Fest- Festival for 2013 that Anka is putting on, you can visit the Facebook page of page of the same name, and there's also naturally an autistic magazine, Anka's in-house magazine, that too has a Facebook page of the same name as well, naturally autistic Ma- magazine. So there you go. If you find find out about these two particular items by visiting their face, respective Facebook pages. Yes, and on Twitter.com, if you happen to be using Twitter, naturally autistic Anka is known as naturally autist. 
in that social network. So if you want to follow them through that means, that's the avatar you need to follow. And I'm your host, Tim Polipiak, broadcasting to you live from Coquitlam, British Columbia, Canada. British Columbia, Canada. And with me, also live from Williams Lake, British Columbia, Canada, is my co-host, Colleen Skinner. Now, she is an author who happens to have written the book called Just an Interruption and is a specialist in grief counseling, particularly when grieving over the loss of a loved one. So let's all welcome Colleen to the show. Welcome, Colleen. Thank you very much, Tim, and it's great to be here on a Tuesday night. Yeah, on a nice, pleasant Tuesday night, yes. And also, listener, before we go on, let us remind you that Colleen and I, we both have Facebook pages as well. My Facebook page is named after me, Tim Polipiak. And Colleen has two, actually. One is named after herself. And I must emphasize, if you're, if you're looking up Colleen, her first name, Colleen, is spelled with one L, not two. Just, just to man, differentiate. And the second, the second Facebook page that Colleen has is called Just an Interruption, Just an Interruption, named after her book. And it's not only a Facebook page. It is also a pseudo-social kind of page where if you happen to have a question or a comment on grief or death or any subject on your mind, or also if you happen to want, if you want to talk about the, the content the subjects that we cover here on Naturally Autistic Anchor Radio's show, Anchor Healthy Living, just post it there on the wall, and Colleen will get will get back to you, and hopefully we'll we'll intend to start a discussion on that subject, which is what that Facebook page is all about, just getting people to talk, right, Colleen? Yes, please come and join, and then I've posted a lot of stuff on there to, to help um, daily quotes and and other things, so please come and check out the page. Ah, uh, yes, yes, and don't forget the like. Push the like button. Put the like button, please, yes. And Colleen, would you like to talk about Just an Interruption now being available, that book? Yes, and Just an Interruption is now available on Amazon.com, so um, you can go check out Amazon.com and look under Just an Interruption, and there's a brief description on the book, and you can read a couple pages, and if you like it, it's all there for you. So please check it out uh, and see what you think. Yes, yes. Please do check it, and please do check it out, and uh, give. Uh, yeah, that way Colleen's writing could have more, ex- can have more exposure, or rather, her her, her writing's exposure can uh, go beyond go beyond the limits, so to speak. That's right. We can grow. We can mm. check and see what it's all about. Yes. So there we go. That's what you need. That's all you need to know. That's the kind of thing you need to know about us, listener. Now. Now today, now for tonight's Anki Healthy Living again, we return to we're going to return to the standard format where for, format where again one hour each for each of us. I get one hour one hour to talk about about a topic, while Colleen gets another hour to talk about the topic. I get the first hour, she gets the second hour. But don't worry, maybe one one day when we're feeling very when we're feeling very very adventurous, we're going to switch that. <laughs> Just to shake things up a little bit. <laughs> there you go. Yep. So, uh, but while this format is re- returns to its, uh, while the format returns to its usual self, I believe uh, the subject we're going to cover, well, it's it's really pretty it's pretty broad, and even just one even just one hour may not be sufficient enough to cover this cover this kind of, kind of subject, and there are many different. 
and there are many different uh, viewpoints on it and uh, many different approaches and approaches to dealing with it. So uh, that's why for the first hour we'll be ta- we'll be talking about this subject while kind of varying a little bit on the subject again in the second hour because Colleen has a lot to share in regards to the second hour with this subject as well, right, Colleen? Yes, very much. So now the topic for tonight is very. It's like I said, it's a very broad topic, but I must tell, I must tell you, it's one that'll be very familiar to uh, people who have uh, dealt with this kind of thing in their life, and uh, it's called simply anxiety. Now, anxiety itself is uh, there are many different there are many different facets of anxiety and different ways of ways of expressing anxiety. So. One anxiety is not not all all the same, and and just as many and many people also have anxiety in relation to uh, different 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 things. Again, it all and there are, and there are different levels as well, levels of anxiety too. Mm-hmm. So uh, this is not a, this is more. That's what makes it so broad, isn't it? Doesn't it, Colleen? Yes, anxiety. I mean, it covers a, a great range of emotions that we have, and is caused by a great range of emotions and comes in different forms. Oh yes, it it does. It does, it, manif- it manifests in in many in many in many ways and many and uh, many uh, many forms. And not only that, in many it also offers unique cha- also offers a uh, unique challenges too, right, Colleen? Very much so. Very much so. I mean, depending on how, how it affects your body and, and uh, your mind, we we bring on different symptoms sometimes and need different releases depending on what, what the anxiety is and where it hits. Yeah, exa- exactly. And uh, when the when anxiety when anxiety tends to, tends to hit hit whether it be hard or soft, it's a uh, it can act as a deterrent to uh, maintaining your uh, maintaining your ba- maintaining a good uh, your balanced out- outlook and good he- good health, especially because uh, well, it's kind of like uh, well, it's kind of like a, it's kind of like a well, I hate to use the I hate to use this cliche, but it's kind of like a fog. Mm-hmm. Same, it's kind of like the same kind of fog that 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 uh, sadness or de- or a depre- dep- or depression or other other forms of uh, other forms of uh, mental ailment can can bring on as well to the mind, right? Right, very much so. So, how do you want to dive right into this one? Yeah, yeah, we're we'll dive into this one in many in many in many different ways. But I must tell you, listen, I must tell you, listener, uh, we're gonna we'll we'll offer our viewpoints on on the subject, but uh, all but also there's. Uh, We'll try to we'll try to avoid reiterating what many others have written about have written about anxiety in in, in paper in papers and articles and and stuff like that because uh, it's uh, well, anxiety is broad the uh, it's uh, so, so the way to uh, the way uh, the way the way to approach it is uh, is uh, there it's there it's been it's been written about and uh, talked about and debated about man, for 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 a long, long time. So what we're going to do is we'll try to we'll offer our own unique perspective, like we always do, right, Colleen? Mm-hmm. Very much so. Yeah. Well, and we'll each of us will exam will examine it, it, and we might and we again. I must warn the listener too that there will be there will be times where we'll miss something and or we won't won't cover cover a a, por- a part of it that's uh, many people have covered. So. Uh, 
That's uh, well. That's just the na- that's just the nature nature of this show of this show. You never know what uh, you never know what uh, what will be what will be what's going to pop up. Yeah, well, yeah, that kind of thing. <laughs> thanks for thanks for coming up with that. There you go. I'm I got you back, Tim. Yeah. Well, there are all ki- well there are all kinds of there are all kinds of anxi- anxiety out there. A whole variety. Of, Variety of types, but uh, I think we can. I think we can split it down into uh, two, into two and two kinds of anxiety. Well, at least at least according to to my my viewpoint. And uh, general anxiety. Well, there's general anxiety, sort of like a fight or flight level, um, a fight or flight kind of thing to deal with unknown situations, uh, situations and and scenarios like. If you're unfamiliar, if you're unfamiliar, it's basically if you're unfamiliar with something, mm-hmm. and it's and you have you have this sort of apprehension toward towards it. It can, it does stir up it does stir up a it does stir up some sort of, a little a level of a emo a little a level of reflex reaction or mental reflex reaction in, in, in your remote inside you, and that leads to. Uh, it le- well, it leads to a lot. It leads to, and sort of like a, ca- a cautionary, a really cautionary stance kind of thing. Okay. And, uh, and we're, are we just talking about something personally that you, how you react? Can we do that? Well, that, well, that's uh, yeah. It's sort of like well, it can't, it's kind of like kind of like kind of like that. Um, I know that. I mean, emotional anxiety. We all, like we said earlier, it all sort of we react in a different sort of way, depending on on what that is. If it's something that we're we're apprehensive about that that's coming up, so we get ourselves nervous, like stage fright, right? Oh, yeah. Um, we handle some throw up, some just shake, um, some dry heave, some cry. Uh, those are natural reactions to something like. Um, a stage fright, or, or walking into, something. or walking, or just walking into a, a scenario you're not unsure of. Right, a, a, a new scenario, um, and and sometimes with those new scenarios, we always play out different what could happen, right? Different situations that that we could encounter, so we play out different scenarios in our head, and usually none of those scenarios happen. It'll be one completely you know, much easier or calmer than the scenarios that we've projected out there. And we've already, you know, kind of gotten ourselves excited about it. I mean, Oh, yeah, it, building up to building ourselves up. Building ourselves Like, I'm very much like that with a dentist. I have a terrible anxiety um, with a dentist. And every time I have a dentist appointment, it gets so built up in my head on what's going to happen um, that I'm literally, you know, sick before I walk into the office and then it's nothing like that. You know, it's it's much easier, much more relaxed. The dentist is nice. Things go well. If I run into pain or a little bit of twitch, then they handle it right then and it's not the big painful, you know, blown out of proportion. Oh my God, here he comes with the pliers and, and, and needles everywhere and pain and it's nothing like that. So that the the experience becomes quite smooth once I get through the door into the dentist's office and, and have the first needle or whatever, then everything's okay and my anxiety level comes down. But it takes that long 
it'll take days, weeks, sometimes even, that I know that that dentist appointment is coming, that I start with the anxiety. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's all... It's sort of like the de- sort of like the de- uh, default uh, a default uh, well to some people it's a default reaction. Mm-hmm. And you know, speaking of you know speaking of you know speaking of the dentist, I I remember well I remember when I I remember I had, I had similar anxieties, but this, it was in a different entirely different nature because I remember when I had problems when I would have problems lying back lying on my back with my with my head. Tilted to uh, tilted upwards a little bit, mm-hmm. like most, like most, like uh, like like majority people, like majority people don't have don't have that don't have that problem. But for me, it was different. I, I was very, I was I was very, uh, well, I, I guess you could say phobic about that because that's a, you're losing a little bit of control, right? Well, not only that, I remember I remember when I was I remember in the pre, in previous years I. I would always get I always I would always get this dizzy spell. Okay. And it just it just would happen like once and I would and I would tie it down to maybe once a year and it's it's something that it's something I had never been able to pin down and not only that it would it's it frightened me a lot. Right. And so so you've got fear based on your with your anxiety. Yeah, and not only that, like with lying back and with, with my head with my head tilted back like that, I was afraid of getting uh, getting and uh, getting dizzy again to the light high, lightheadedness. I didn't. I really because of because of those once a year dizzy spells that would occur at random occur at once a year and once at random. Like mm-hmm. there was no set date. It would just happen. Right. And it would ke- catch me completely off guard. And and I had, well, but I have no choice but to just endure it and lie down. And I and but lying down while the room was moving around you, it was a scary. It was a scary feeling. Well, it was more of a scary, incapacitating feeling. Like I couldn't do anything about it. Right. And yeah, so, out of your control. So and so that sort of transferred into sort of in sort of like an anxiety towards lying back with my head tilted back. Back and and the thing is when you're at, when you're having a when you're ha- when you're at the dentist and you're the thing is you have to have your you have to have your you have to lie back in the chair with your head t- tilted back so they can work on you right but that's the pro- that was the problem with me I couldn't I just couldn't when and the first time when we tried to go to a dentist they, I did bring a I did bring a pillow oh but, that's good thinking but unfortunately it didn't really help that much no. Okay. And so, the dentist couldn't really. Well, they they just flat out said that they couldn't accommodate accommodate my my uh, what would you call it? Uh, well, actually, you know what? Before I go on with the rest of the story, Colleen, I'm just we're just gonna take a bit of a breather, okay? Okay. Yeah, I I just realized we we went a little over here, so uh, we'll be right back. Yeah, we'll just uh, go to the PSAs and then we'll be and I'll be I'll continue with my story, okay, Colleen? Sounds good. And you too, listener, I'll continue with my story, and this show will be right back after these messages from the people who make this show possible. We'll just go we'll just get on with we'll just get on with that right now. Here are the PSAs. This is Tim and Tilo from, from Bear. Bear. Find out more, more about naturally autistic Anka radio shows by looking us up on Facebook. Facebook. Find, Find out, out more 
about naturally autistic Anka, visit www.naturallyautistic.com. And you're listening to Naturally Autistic Anka Radio. And it is now 8.19, close to 8.20 p.m. On the, on the Pacific Standard Time. Oh, I forgot to mention the date when we first introduced the show. Uh, the date is September 10th, 2013, 8.19 yeah, p.m. Pacific Standard Time, where we are broadcasting from in the Pacific. And the show you are listening to right now that is on the air is Anka Healthy Living, our weekly Tuesday evening series about health. And again, whatever, whether it be mental, physical, or spiritual, whatever, however the way, way you approach it, the message is the same in the end. Where good, balanced health leads to a good, balanced, and prosperous future for posterity. So we let us all strive towards that basic human goal. And this show, like others on this station, Naturally Autistic Anchor Radio, is sponsored by Naturally Autistic Anka and the Gregory Kalora family. Now, naturallyautistic.com is their home business site. And if you want to look them up on Facebook, you may look at Naturally Autistic Anka. The Facebook page is Naturally Autistic Anka. Anka promotes. You can also look at their spin-off pa- Facebook pages for two th- for the 2013 Naturally Autistic Anka Naturally no, sorry. International Naturally Autistic People Awards Convention and Festival, which is occurring very shortly, actually. And uh, you can also look at the spin-off page for Naturally Autistic Magazine, their in-house magazine. That's And also, Naturally Autistic Anchor Radio has a spin-off Facebook page as well, Anchor Radio Show. So there you go, many different options to find out about the many things on offer from Anchor. And for those using Twitter, you can also follow at Naturally Autistic Anka under their avatar profile, Naturally Autist. And I'm your host, Tim Filippiak, returning to you for after the after after the previous break, live from the from Quitquitlam, British Columbia, Canada, and also returning alongside me at the same time with in perfect unison <laughs> is Colleen Skinner, who is from Williams Lake, British Columbia, Canada, is an author with a book out right now called Just an Interruption. And is also a specialist in grief counseling, particularly over the loss when grieving over the loss of a loved one. Welcome back, Colleen. Great to be here. Uh, can I also mention, Colleen, that you that you are are you ex- you're experienced in alternate forms of healing too? Yes, of course. Um, yeah. I'm a healing touch practitioner. And, oh yeah, yeah. And I have level two. Oh yeah, I mu- I forgot. I always I should now mention that from now from now on. Yeah, you heard that, listener. <laughs> from from the words from the mouth of Colleen herself. There we go. And don't forget, listener, we Colleen and I we have Facebook pages as well. My Facebook page is named after me, Tim Plipiuk, and Colleen has two of them. One is named after her, Colleen Skinner. Again, Colleen is her name. Colleen, her first name is spelled with one L, not two. Colleen Skinner, and the second one is named after her book, Just an Interruption. And it's not just a Facebook page. It's also a social page where if you have this question or comment on a subject you want to talk about, whether it be death or grief or even the subject matter we cover here on naturally autist, on Anka Healthy Living, just post it on the wall. Colleen will get back to you and we'll stir up a conversation. And don't forget to push the like button as well in addition to enjoying some of the wonderful philosophies and <laughs> and, and, and uh 
sayings that are posted regularly on that page. Yes. Right, Colleen? Yes, I do my best. Yep. When I find good stuff, and I've been making up my own, so it's it's coming along quite nicely. Hopefully, they are some words of wisdom that everybody can can help heal or or just you know go about your day, put a smile on your face. And don't forget, just an interruption. Her book is available on Amazon.com. Right, Colleen? Yes, it is. Yes. You ever you ever thought thought about is it you ever thought about maybe uh, distributing it in in major bookstores like chapters and stuff? Yes, I'm, we're going to see how it goes, and then uh, we'll take the next leap and, and bound after that. I'm going to re- release it on Kindle also. Oh, that's yeah, that's a great a great option too. So we will we'll do that. I'm gonna, of course, at the convention, I will be the first unveiling of it. Um, oh yes, yes. And I'm very excited about that, so I'll be very anxious to hear what everybody has to say about it. Um, yeah, I'm a, yeah. as far as the 2013 Award, um, International Actually Autistic People Awards and Convention is concerned, yeah, Colleen's going to be there with the book in tow. Yes, Leo and Charlie have been and very helpful um, along the way uh-huh. helping me with this book, so it's it's great to be able to do that as a convention. Uh, yes, and we'll talk more about that later when during our next break, so... Uh, but as far as stories are concerned, what we've been talking about now tonight as far as the show content listener is anxiety. And again, we I must remind you that we've returned we've returned to the traditional one hour format for each one of us. So I get the first hour, Colleen gets the second hour. And uh but with the topic we have, it's very it's very varied and uh very and very what would you, oh boy. Broad. Not, broad, yes. A very broad subject that uh well, you know, you know, it can be covered. It can be covered into, into uh, with uh, with not just one hour, but another hour. So, uh, we'll do, we're sticking with this first hour with me in the driver's seat. And as far as being in the driver's seat is concerned, before the break, I was talking. Colleen relayed relayed her anxieties towards the dentist, right, Colleen? Mm-hmm. And how it affect and how it <laughs> affected her before, but and then how it affected her after the appointment, right? Right. Whereas now, it just brought up a brought up a, an association with me, and what anxieties I faced with regards to dentist to the dentist as well. I ended up now I ended up talking about I began the story with the problems I faced at the time lying back with my neck tilted with my head tilted up towards the roof the ceiling or upwards very and. How that him how that got in the way of a, how that would get in the way of a, of you know a traditional dental appointment and the dentist that I was seeing at the time couldn't accommodate accommodate that so but what they recommended was a specialty clinic now this yeah this dentist I was seeing was at the UBC here here University of British Columbia and they recommended the the specialty clinic uh, which is also which was also on campus and. To deal with the anxieties towards the uh, lying back and tilting with my head up during a during a during a procedure, what they recommend what what was recommended was that I would be put under conscious sedation, mm-hmm. and so that way I could be a, I could just be sort of unconscious while they worked on my teeth and worked on my teeth. Right now, unfortunately. Since I had no experience, I had no experience with with conscious sedation. You can bet what happened next. It created another anxiety. <laughs> so it was an anxiety on top of an anxiety. And oh boy, was I was I a major wreck because I had no idea 
like I, I had no idea how my body would react because I have. Well, I do rem- I do remember I do remember being put under conscious sedation, or or I think or more was traditional sedation, when I had to ha- when I had to have surgery on my on my te- on my teeth, and well, I I remember that, but but again, that, that leading up to being put under conscious sedation for for a simple appointment, that was a big gap. So again, I had no mean way of knowing how it would affect my body. This conscious sedation. Mm-hmm. Imagine there are all kinds of what if scenarios that uh, brood in my pots, so to speak. Yeah, I want you to put that what if. I mean, the what if is a big, big thing um, that we'll carry on after this conversation because what if is one of our enemies that we don't consciously visit often enough. So go. So sorry to interrupt, but yes, what if? Yeah, I was just—I didn't know. Like, what if? Uh, what if? Uh, what if uh, something go? What if something went wrong with the conscious sedation? Like mm-hmm. there was a side effect or any, or anything? Because I—I didn't—I didn't know how my body would react. That kind of—that kind of thing. It was more on the conscious sedation than itself than the appointment. Because I—I usually like, because I—I—I don't have—I wouldn't have any anxieties towards the dentist. I've been to dentists before. And I and I could and I could well back when I could when I had no tr when I had no troubles with lying back as uh, in the position that they needed to work on my teeth. But the anxiety I had was more towards conscious conscious sedation because it was something I wasn't familiar with. No, and it's a very I mean again and and what I hear you talking about or what I hear is that you know certain situations where you're not in full control and know what's going to happen during that control, which a lot of people have. Um, being put out it takes away all of the control, right? That's a that's a great deal of trust. So you don't have any control over your body or what's going on or, or knowing even what's going on. So, yeah, that's a very big if. Yeah, and I just want to mention that the what-if scenario, it's sort of like a means to ward off or whether it's a desperate it's a desperate means to, to ward off uncertainty or, or uncertainty and any and or challenges, right, Colleen? Mm-hmm. It's yeah. sort of like a way of it's sort of like a, a desperate self self desperate way and def, desperate way of self validating. Right, right. and it's, what if uh, again as we talk about it more later is they're surrounded by. Could have, uh, you know, should I? And and there's all kinds of little questions that that go with what ifs, because we never know what that next thing is going to be, um, and we can play out horrific plays in our head on what could happen. Um, yep. And every fear that that's nestled deep in our subconscious comes out at that time, um, and ones that we have don't even know that's there, and and ones that we have forgotten about that from childhood or, or, you know, scary situations that we've, that we've tucked away. So they all come out at in, inappropriate times, especially when we don't need them. Yeah, it's, it just, yeah, it just happens. It happens. And, uh, well, anyway, with, well, no, anyway, with, with this, I was, again, I, I just didn't know how to process it, and I was, uh, I was uh, it uh, created a lot a lot of internal stress that uh, and also a lot of uh, a lot of internal emotional re- emotional reaction mm-hmm. and uh, once that was uh, well once once the appointment happened 
I was I was still I was still really I was still the anxiety didn't go away. But at the same time I experienced a sort of uh relief so to speak cuz now that the appointment now that I was sitting there in the waiting room mm-hmm. well it was it was finally happening. Right. And so when after and after the appointment yeah I I actually I felt be- I felt better once once my body recovered recover started to recovering from conscious and conscious sedation and and then there was that vindication where well I did it exactly I did it and then subsequent tri- subsequent trips there weren't so bad and you know and you know what also have also uh, what else also happened Colleen what happened well I think my body started getting used to the effect the effect of the of of the of when the drug would would go into my bloodstream, and ergo, the first time I would be out for I would be out for some time, but I'll be out of it for some time after after the appointment was over. But then subsequent trips, it didn't take me long to recover. Actually, the recovery oh. period was was uh, it was much better. Faster. Yeah, it was it was faster. Yeah. yeah. Just because my body got used to used to used to its effects. Right. And how did you feel, like knowing that you were going to go have this um, be put under? Were you? Did you feel much more comfortable, much more relaxed every time? Each time you walked into the office, knowing that, knowing that you knew the procedure that was about to happen, and you knew that when you came out of it, what process your body would go through. I mean, did that take away? Your anxiety, or did it lessen it to a to a, a very comfortable state? It lessened it, yes. Not, I still felt it, mm-hmm. but uh, it wasn't so. It wasn't as a. Uh, it wasn't as a. Uh, overwhelming as say for the as to say going under for the first time, and. Uh, also, it's all and also, uh, with regards to. Uh, well, with regards to the uh, you know fe- feeling and uh, the feeling of uh, going there, mm-hmm. there was I I did I well I did feel vindicated. I also felt kind of embarrassed. Why did you feel embarrassment? Well, because go well because I I don't know I I've, I just felt like going under cautious sedation for a simple dental appointment. It just it was. Uh, I don't know. Just it was just so. Okay, I I just felt unco- unco- uncomfortable because the with regards to the specialty clinic, there were people who had the issues that 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 were far that were far that were far more that were far more well as you, well. I like to. I don't know if I can use the word, but per, uh, more pertinent issues. Like, yeah, but. Okay. Can I just interrupt here? This is a very, another good um, example. You see, you may have seen that your what you were feeling was less important than what they what their issues were. And that got, and that created a bit of anxiety too. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but the the truth here, like the plain truth here, is is that you yourself felt so un- uh, uncomfortable enough that this caused a problem for you. So this was an issue. And your issue is not any less important 
than somebody else's issue. It's because they're experiencing their own issue in their own way. It doesn't mean that yours is less and theirs is more or vice versa. No, it's not. It's, uh, yeah, there's no less or more. Yeah, I, no... I, 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 it took a, yeah, it would take a, it would take me. It would take a few trips there to find to for that to settle in. Yes, I understand that completely because being, you know, in my 40s and and still walking into a dentist's office and there's tears streaming down my face and I'm going in for let's say a cleaning and know that I have to get a needle and I'm oh. hyperventilating basically at the door. Oh yeah. I I understand that concept um, of looking at going. You know what is wrong. Why are all these people looking at me as though there's, you know, what is my problem? And really, it it is just a simple case of fear, right? It's it's this fear and that anxiety of, of such a buildup. I mean, I had a dentist basically turn me away and say, no, I'm sorry, I cannot deal, you know, like oh, you kinda, were saying. Kind of like, like with what I was saying about where they couldn't accommodate me. That's right, because I was crying and he hadn't even basically touched me yet. Oh. Right, and he hadn't even got the needle in, and it was so hard on him to, and it put so much pressure on him not to hurt me at all that he said, "I'm sorry, I can't take you as a patient. You know, I wish you the best. Here's another dentist I, I recommend. You know that, you know, specializes more in the. Oh, kind of like what they what they did where they recommended someone specialized in that in my scenario. <laughs> exactly. So. You know, we as humans have these issues. Uh, my partner can't brush his teeth with, without choking, right? Oh. It's such a gag reflex. When he goes to the dentist, it, it takes forever just to put that little plastic mask on his face. Right? Oh, oh, is it? You mean gag reflex? His gag reflex is, is that quickly or that easily triggered. Yes, a really sensitive <laughs> gag. Really yes. sensitive one? It's very, very sensitive, yes. Well, I guess, uh, oh, man, that must really create anxieties there, too. Yes. I mean, he's, again, here's a man in his his late 40s who has to walk into the dentist and can't put that rubber thing around his mouth because, you know, he's going to sit there and and throw up in the the in the doctor's office, in the doctor's chair because... Or or gag. Or gag continuously until it's in there. (laughs) What's that plastic thing, uh... I don't know what it's called, but it's the pla- they put it over your teeth so that um, you'll it, have when is it, it is it for filling or anything? Yes, it's for filling. Oh, okay. Oh, I see what you mean. So when it comes to fillings, oh yeah, when they have to put that stuff in there. Yep. I guess he's just silly. I mean, that's... what about what about X-rays? Like like if they have to take X-ray... X-ray, they, like they always have to again they put stuff in your mouth to get it's an very X-ray. difficult. That's very... also oh, I can imagine that if if it's a sensitive. Gag reflex. Yes, so it's very you know it takes a long period of time, unfortunately. Um, so yes, those are all. I mean, anxiety. That's just anxiety around the dentist and and what we, what each one of us with our own personal experience, right? And and our our own personal um, danger zones that we that we feel and put up our defenses and and that's just a that's an everyday thing that. Most human beings have to go to the dentist, and we're supposed to go what every six months. So. Well, yeah, that's what's recommended. Yeah. So look at that large anxiety, large large portion of anxiety on on something that is health related, that we know is is keeping us healthy, um, and it's come 
such a long way and, and it's good for us and it makes us look great and, you know, all those pluses. But here we go, all three, you know, we've got three examples of the large... Of the anxiety, anxiety that, 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 it, that is produced. Yeah, that produces just to go to the dentist. Yes. Yeah, and you know what? We'll, we'll elaborate more. We'll actually elaborate more on the... On the on the on on these well on the well on possible feelings that in, these anxieties will 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 produce as well when we come when we come back from another another break so uh, you just stay stay tuned Colleen I'll be right here and you too listener you stay tuned as well we're we're going to be taking a we're going to be taking a break so we'll be right back after these after these important after these messages from the people who make who make this show possible. So stick around, listener. This is Tilo Many Bears from the group Bear. Find out more about naturally autistic anchor radio shows by looking us up on Facebook. This is Tilo Many Bears from the group Bear. You are listening to Naturally Autistic Anchor Radio. Hi, I'm James Buddy Rogers, and I'll be at the 4th Annual International Naturally Autistic People Awards Convention Festival. Get your delegate packages now online at naturallyautistic.com. I'm looking forward to seeing you there, so look me up on Facebook and Twitter at jamesbuddyrogers.com. This is Naturally Autistic Anka Radio, and it is now 8.40 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, on September 9th, I mean September 10th, 2013, where we are broadcasting from Tuesday, actually Tuesday, September 10th, 2013, where we are broadcasting from in the Pacific region. And the show that is currently on the air right now is Anka Healthy Living. It's the weekly Tuesday evening series about health. And this show, like many like many others on this station, Naturally Autistic Anka Radio is sponsored by Naturally Autistic Anchor themselves and the Gregory Calero family. Now, naturallyautistic.com, www.naturallyautistic.com is their home business website. Their Facebook pages are known as Naturally Autistic Anchor, Anchor Promotes, and then there's their spin-off pages for for instance for this rate for the Naturally Autistic Anchor Radio, Anchor Radio Shows. There's also the spin-off page for their Naturally Autistic magazine, in-house ma- magazine, called Naturally Autistic Magazine. And finally, the 2013 International Naturally Autistic Pe- People Awards Convention, International, oh sorry, 2013 International Naturally Autistic People Awards Convention and Festival. That also has a, face- has a spin-off Facebook page as well. And... Also, on Twitter.com, Naturally Autistic Anka is known as Naturally Otis, if you want to follow them there. And I'm your host, Tim Polipiak, returning to you live from Coquitlam, British Columbia, Canada. And also returning alongside with me is Colleen Skinner from Williams Lake, British Columbia, Canada. Colleen is a writer who has a book out now just an inter- called Just an Interruption. Also a specialist in grief counseling, particularly when grieving over the loss of a loved one, and also ex- experienced in the alternate forms of healing. Right, Colleen? Yes, healing touch. Yes, healing touch. And we also, the two of us, have Facebook pages as well. Mine is Tim Polipiuk. Hers 
numbers in two actually. First, her first Facebook page is Colleen Skinner, and again, I will remind you, listener, first name her name first name Colleen is spelt with one L, not two. Colleen Skinner. Second one is named after her book, Just an Interruption, and it's not just a, it's not just any Facebook page, but it's also a place where you can talk about. You can talk about any subject you, that's on your mind, whether it's related to death, grief, or, or, or even subjects that we cover here on Anka Healthy Living. You can, you can talk about that. Just post it on the wall. And in addition, well, post, post it on the wall, and Colleen will get back to you. And we'll start up a conversation, conversation as, as well. So... That's what the that's the function that's one of the main functions of, of the page. In, adi- in addition to you, you also you can also enjoy the various uh, philosophies and sayings that are posted daily on on the wall as well. So enjoy enjoy that as well. In adi- so don't, but don't forget also to push the like button, right, Colleen? Yes, please. And that again like- and again, just an interruption. That book is also available on Amazon.com. Colleen is also going to be at the awards this year. And uh, she'll be pro- she'll be there to promote her book as well. Very much looking forward to that. Oh yes, looking forward forward to that too. And also, and so that's oh yeah, we must must mention the 2013 awards. I kind of did the reverse there, where I <laughs> where I did the station first. But now let's mention the 2013 an International Naturally Autistic People Awards Convention and Festival. That is happening October 1st through 6th on the Sunshine Coast in British Columbia, Canada. There are lo- there's going to be loads of workshops, loads of fest- festivities, loads of people even because we're not just talking about the net. The uh, we're we're not we're not just talking about the award winners and the award nominees. Which is one of you. Oh, I'm uh, I must yeah I must mention that I'm I'm not yeah I had an interview about that as well on. On a on a, on the stand for the bear show, I'm a I'm a nominee in the literary arts, but I'm not the only nominee. There are others as well that are going to be there from different walks of life and also globally as well. So you're not just dealing with many different festivities and workshops. You're dealing with many people from all over. So yeah, you're going to get a chance to interact with the global autistic community and uh, and sharing what they have to uh, share as well. And uh, there's in addition, so in addition to the standard opening ceremonies and uh, the award ceremonies, and finally, the gala awards dinner. So, so much to offer over there. It has become really big. This is our, this is our first time that first time that we're actually going big, whereas before we went we went kind of big, but right. now it's an elephant, yeah. and so a Goliath actually. Yeah, so there you go, the 2013. International Naturally Autistic People Awards Convention and Festival on the Sunshine Coast, October 1st through 6th. So, uh, if you want again more, if you want more information, visit their visit that spinoff Facebook page I mentioned. So, uh, yeah, just to get updated on what's going on, in addition to finding out what you can, uh, how you can register and reserve your spot. So there, that's all the advertising. Wow, well done. That's a mouthful, yeah. <laughs> so anyway. On this show, we are talking about anxiety, and we've returned again to the format where I get one hour, Colleen gets one hour, and but uh, again, 
we're we're going to devote these two both these hours to anxiety because again it's a very broad subject. It's very a lot of people face it whether you whether you want to admit it or not. There were times when uh, even when there there are times when a lot of people have have to have dealt with it and still have to deal with it actually. Well, we do, yes, and we deal with anxiety. I mean, on a daily basis. I mean, unless we all live in a closet and don't come out and don't try anything new, anxiety in some forms is going to it's going to play a part in our on our daily routine. Um, it just comes in different forms, and and maybe some isn't as uh, predominant as others, but it's it's there. Oh yes, and even and sometimes sometimes we're not even aware of it. Yes, and we and and in some cases we're not even aware of uh, how much it is affecting us until your body says, "Okay, that's enough. You know, this is too much. I'm stopping, and I'm making you stop. So you're going to rest. You're going to lay down. You're going to do something." And your body will say, "You know, too much stress. Can't deal with it. Too much anxiety. Here we go. Sit down." As mine did today. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And. Uh... Well, before we go go on with uh, more more experiences, I just want to mention that uh, yeah, when you're fa- when you still even when you even when you even when you even when you even when you've experienced the un the uh, the uh, unknown scenario or unknown on some or unknown ch- or a, a challenge you've never you've never undertaken before, mm-hmm. even though it get even though it gets even though you still don't feel the as much, you don't feel the level of anxiety as uh, as you did the first time it's still it's still present and you know what i think also being aware of that can also can al- can also for some people have put a bit of uh, kind of bring them down on down a little bit cuz it helps diminish a little bit of the fear yeah, at the same. Also, well, I I just want to, I just want to. Well, with my well, there's another example with me. I mean, I mean, I, I there are a lot of there are a lot of there are a lot of scenarios and a lot of experiences that I've had had major anxiety towards, but have already, but have already gone through, but have already gone through them. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you would you would think that you would think that it would. It would make make it. It would make things. It would. It would at least alleviate some. Uh, alleviate some of the. Some of the. Uh, what's that word? Some. Uh, some of the. It would alleviate. It would alleviate some of the. Re, re, the fear, or rather, or just, or or even the shame. Shame as well. But. I don't. Unfortunately, even though, even though I've experienced them. There are there are still times when they cause me anxiety, and yeah. and it just again it's it's a, it gets it gets to the point where I'm where I'm where I'm where I'm sort of like admonishing myself where I'm where I'm going oh come on I've ex- oh come on I've done this before why well, I've done this before why is it trouble why is it always troubling me well again what, I mean you use the word shame and um. Shame does go along with some forms of anxiety, and and it's unfortunate that it's there, and and that's us again talking ourselves down when there really is no need. When, uh, yeah, when there's no, what do you call it? When there's no, well, there's no basis for it. Yeah. No, there's absolutely no basis, and and 
you know, that's that's the fear part of anxiety, you know, uh, that comes sneaking through to to everything. Uh, and feeling shame when you're anxious or nervous. I mean, this is a true emotion. This is a true true state that some that paralyzes people. Anxiety can literally paralyze you so that you you can't move forward or go in any direction. So, of course, we as a human beings construct ourselves and in, in, in that way that well, this is just silly. I should be able to do this. I should know this. And and again, would have, could have, should have. Um, and the shame part comes in, uh, no matter what I say. And of course, but. When the shame comes around and is attached to the anxiety, simple, simple thing is, again, our famous words is remember you're human, and everybody feels this. If you look at the person beside you, that person has felt that shame in some form with their anxieties. So we're all human, and it doesn't really matter. And nobody can really see what you're experiencing anyway, unless, of course, you're crying. Or, but they still don't understand what is attached to all that. So they usually will will outpour sympathy. There's not a, a put-down or a, a name-calling against it. It's usually sympathy. Or, or empathy. Or empathy, yes. So we're reacting and, and making it shameful, where usually others are not because they are again, empathizing or sympathizing with that individual that's going through that anxiety because they themselves know that they have a hidden anxiety somewhere that paralyzes them to that extent. Yeah, and uh when and when you're under that level of anxiety, you can you can easily you can easily miss that. Very much so. I mean, again, it's it's something because you're so locked into to that emotional core in the moment, yeah. In the moment that you're Again, to use over not over use the word, but paralyzed. You're paralyzed within that, within what's going on at that moment. Um, and I think that it's so important for us to to see it in other people. I mean, we recognize it usually in our friends who are scared, um, girlfriends that are giving birth, you know, for their first time. I mean, the, the panic is there the anxiety is there because they don't know what kind of the amount of pain they're going to go through but everybody's heard about how much pain you're going to go through mm. but, and and look at all the people that are born all women who are having babies have that anxiety oh yes <laughs> <laughs> i mean it it's there it's expected it's known um and yet we all sympathize right yeah but yeah and also there's there's also a realization that there's also a realization with what even though you're still going through you still go through that anxiety even with even with scenarios and with and with experiences that you've all, that you have that you have that you are that you are basically a veteran of mm-hmm. it's uh, there's a realization that at, that uh, you get there's a realization that uh, you uh, you f- you feel that well it's doesn't every doesn't every human being go through go through that? Like especially when, like for example, when people go on long trips, especially by plane, don't they all don't they all go have a, have a, to have, go into that stage in their mind where they're thinking about ever thinking about thinking ahead, where, where they're planning and thinking hardly about about what's about what actually what's what's happen what's going to happen and all that. Yeah, yeah, of course. I mean, um, other, if we didn't. 
again, this is the other thing with anxiety and what we're talking about now. I mean, it, it's the fear of death, right? It's the fear of death. It's the fear. If you if you break it down to the end, and you take it's your a fear, end, or fear of an end. It's exactly. So that's what it is. Um, you've just got to keep breaking down and down and tearing it apart to to come to the fact that basically it's the fear of the end of of who you and what you are and and then basically death of what that is um <laughs> which kind of creates an anxiety towards the anxiety <laughs> right so that you can keep going um but that's why we experience it is because we we if you take all the crap off the top and you take all the reasoning on on why we're doing this and you take you know there's no more sugar coating and you right into the basic it's basically just the flat line you're afraid of death oh yeah or and the end and the end yep so i wasn't going to get into it that quickly so fast but that's exactly what it is well you know well you know what we've uh... We've co- we've been we were able to co- we were able to cover a variety of things in this fr- first uh, first hour and there's still still more to cover and it's a good thing that we've approached now now we're approaching the, now we're pro- we're approaching the transition period for the next hour which is a good thing eh, calling yeah I guess we we managed to do it again hey yep yep and so with that listener we're we're just gonna we're just gonna transition with the usual musical musical interlude so. Now we're just going to play uh, play one play one from our from our own artists artists here those who have contributed those who are who are those who are contributing to the awards and also who have contributed to uh, Anka's growth so to so to speak and the growth of naturally autistic Anka Radio itself so before so before so we're just going to again stay tuned yeah stay tuned listener and Colleen as well right I'll be right here yeah we're going to transition now we're going to go into the second hour of Anka Healthy Living and we're going to continue with the the topic of anxiety so uh with that transition period we'll just play let's see here you know what we'll just play, we'll just play the uh, the very popular change the world by Sa- by Samantha Ruth. and I and I must and I must and I must, and I must mention I must mention, listeners, Samantha is going to be at the awards too. So, uh, Samantha E is going to be there, and uh, you'll get a chance if you are going to the awards. You get the chance to see her sing and perform, and even inter, and even talk with people live. So, uh, so it's going to be qu- quite special to he- have her there again. So we'll just play, play, uh, change the world here. I'm just going to see if I can find. Just looking through here, finding it. Hang on a sec. I know. I know. It's... Here we go. Here, here is. Here we are for transition. We'll be right back. And for until then, here is Samantha E with "Change the World."
You're listening to Naturally Autistic Anchor Radio. Find out more about the International Naturally Autistic People Awards Convention and Festival by visiting www.naturallyautistic.com. Naturally Autistic Anchor Radio, and it's the, another hour of Naturally Autistic Anchor Radio, and it's now 9.03 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on Tuesday, September 10th, 2013, where we are broadcasting from in the Pacific region. Again, welcome welcome to the second hour, listener, and if you are, if you are, if you are tuning in from that region, if you aren't, then good morning, good afternoon, or Good next day to you, wherever you are tuning in to this station from. And the show that that is now on the air, well, actually, the show that is beginning again for the second hour is Anka Healthy Living, the weekly Tuesday evening series about health. Mental, physical, or spiritual, the message comes out the same in the end. Good, balanced health leads to a good, balanced, and prosperous future for posterity. So let's all strive towards that very noble and human goal. And this show, like many others on this station, Naturally Autistic Anka Radio, is sponsored by Naturally Autistic Anka themselves and the Gregory Kolura family. Again, if you want more information on Naturally Autistic Anka, you may visit their home business website, www.naturallyautistic.com. And also... They have a presence on Facebook page with many Facebook pages. Them, Facebook pages, like for example, they've got Naturally Autistic Anka, Anka promotes, and with Anka promotes, it's sort of like a little something you can uh, pre pre use and look at to uh, get some news on what updates on what Anka is offering, as well as uh, what's been happening in the global autistic community at large. And we have our spin-off page, Naturally Autistic Anchor Radio spin-off page, Anchor Radio Shows, for where you can check out what's on the itinerary for that day, as well as drop a line and interact with the various radio show hosts of this. And then don't forget the spin-offs for the 2013 International Naturally Autistic People Awards Convention and Festival on Facebook. Also, there's the spin-off Facebook page for Naturally Autistic Magazine. And uh, uh, which is all, which is all named after, which are both named after their namesake. So for those ki- kinds of uh, things on offer, you can print, you can check out those pages. And on Twitter.com, Naturally Autistic Anchor is known as Naturally Autist. So follow that profile if you want to keep up what's with what's been happening through that medium, social medium that is. And I'm your host, Tim Flipyuk, broadcasting for the second hour of this show live on from Coquitlam, British Columbia, Canada. And with me for the second hour is Colleen Skinner, my co-host and who and writer of Just an Interruption, as well as gr- specialist in grief grief counseling, particularly over the loss of a loved one, and touch healing, right, Colleen? Very much. Yes. Touch healing, yes. Don't forget also, as Colleen has mentioned before, just an interruption. Is available on Amazon.com, her book, <laughs> and will also be promoted at the awards this year coming up 
on October 1st through 6th. Right, Colleen? Yes, I like the way you say that, Tim. Yeah, it's, <laughs> I got a drum of excitement. <laughs> and don't forget also, listener, we, Colleen and I, have Facebook pages as well. My Facebook page is named after me, Tim Filippiuk, and Colleen has two. One named after her, and uh, I must always remind you, listener, her first name, Colleen, is spelled with one L, not two, if you're looking up this Facebook page, Colleen Skinner. And the second Facebook page is named Just an Interruption after her book of the same name, which which acts as not only a Facebook page to promote her book, but also to promote, you know, interaction. And in and uh, interaction and just uh, you know promotes discussion as well. Whereas where for if you have a question or question or comment on a topic, whether it be grief or death, or even the topics we cover here on Anka Healthy Living, post it on the wall. She'll Colleen will get back to you, and hopefully the conversation will begin. We'll begin and fire on all cylinders, eh, Colleen? Yes, please do. Come on on board and and. Uh... Yeah, don't forget the like button and also to enjoy the very, the various philosophies and uh, sayings uh, as pertains to uh, health, grief, and death on uh, that is that are posted regularly on the wall as well on that site. Yes, and change. Change, yes, change. That's another another thing. Change. And so now we begin our second hour of Anka Healthy Living, and so with that we are going to continue talking about anxiety. Whereas in the first hour we we talked about it, it's broad enough to uh, have a second hour devoted to it. So this time we'll kind of get we'll approach it, we'll again approach it from another another direction. So uh, actually, Colleen, there was a story you told me about buying uh, buying a house, right? <laughs> yes, we're in the middle of buying a house at the moment, um, and some things have cropped up by the house that we're at and. And we were on a uh, sort of a rent-to-own, and it came to the crunch time, and, and we we're at the crunch. Um, and getting all the papers together and, and getting all the legal things and um, finding the money and getting that all organized has just been full of anxiety um, to the point where actually today is I just had to take a time out and, and lay down. Uh, because I had been, I've stressed myself out so much. Even knowing all the symptoms and what is happening, I didn't understand or realize how how deep it was going. Um, besides getting growly at everybody, which usually happens, uh, not having my innocent and and sweet demeanor all the time, uh, I was starting to get quite anxious and witchy. <laughs> Wasn't taking things quite into stride, and today I got dizzy. I came home after. after oh, really? You had yeah. a dizzy. You had a dizzy spell. I had a dizzy spell, so I actually was coming home discussing bank matters with my mother, and I had to get off the phone and uh, go lay down because I was so dizzy, and I was putting myself sort of into the the mode of an anxiety attack. So it was time for some relaxation and some meditation, and and just don't answer the phone, I'll look at the computer and just do what I knew needed to be done, uh, which is sort of turn off the world for, for an hour or so and, and get back to being grounded and and getting centered again and putting things into perspective. And, you know, like we mentioned before, fear, 
uh, and letting go of the fear and, and just getting back into the moment of of putting two feet on the ground and, and looking at what was actually going on and knowing the directions were all taking, the steps were all going in the right direction and everything was going to be coming together and it was just time to, to relax. So, yeah, yeah kind, of, kind of like, kind of like uh, you know, just, uh, just you know, uh, Take the time, take the time to to allow things to slow down a bit. Exactly. Yeah, and and you have to center yourself. I mean, I'm a true believer that you need to center because you can get you get so scattered. Um, you've got your mind puts you takes you off in all kinds of directions. You know, like we mentioned before, the what ifs, or the this could happen. What if this happens? Or you know, and the uncertainty. Yes, very much so. Um, yeah, should I do this or or do I need to know that? And uh, I could have done and where, that. And where is it going to take me? <laughs> so it, anywhere, yeah. Yeah, and it is. It is. It's a frightening, not only because it's a a large amount of money, but it's also where you live and and what, you know, what's been invested in this property. And I have, we have all these animals, and um, this is our home. Um, I've, I don't want to. I want to stay here. This is, you know, my. Our home. Well, yeah, you, yeah, you've been, yeah. I mean, that, that kind of. Well, actually, yeah, it, it ties into. Uh, well, it ties into the anxiety I faced when when I first moved when I first moved off the sun when I moved out the Sunshine Coast into Coquitlam. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, and and like I've like I stress he uh, I've stressed on the show and in in my book is moving um, and the uncertainty moving and and. All of that is a very big life change, um, but most of us do not give the time or the credit to what is happening and what we're thinking and what we're feeling. Especially uh, in the moment, yeah. And we need to do that. Uh, we need to understand what's happening not only in our minds, but what's happening with our bodies at the same time. And you also and you also mentioned like uh, when you lay down, it was sort of like letting anxiety win. But you know, and you know what? There's nothing wrong. You know, there's in certain situations, there's nothing wrong with that. In fact, there are times when, when you, when you, uh, there are times even when fighting, when even when working with, when working with the anxiety, will just, uh, well, well, to the, it, uh, it really takes a toll on you. And letting anxiety, uh, anxiety win, win for that brief moment is, well, you, sometimes you have no, ch- you have no choice if you want to slow things down. Just take yes. the time. Yeah. And. And letting you have to let anxiety win to a certain extent. Otherwise, yeah. it's not. It's going to control you in such a way. Yeah, it will dictate your it will dictate your actions yeah, and well, your reactions. Right, and so if you let it win for that moment and get it back under, you know, in perspective of what's going on, and get yeah, yourself once, once you yeah once you find time and space to do that yeah, yeah away and, away from from uh, so that you don't ensnare people in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because my poor daughter's basically hiding. <laughs> so is my partner. Oh, careful! Careful where we tread. Don't even ask what's for dinner. Listen, but what, yeah, but again, Ben Gamba. Once you, once you allow, once you allow that slowdown period, it, it, it does, it does, it does help to at least, it helps to clear away, clear away a lot of the, a lot of the. Uh, Information that the anxiety that the anxiety is filling your bo- body and emotions with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have to release that. Um, you have to let it go. Uh, I found it very uh, tranquil. Just to, again to just lay down, 
everything quiet. Make sure that the phone's out of reach. Make sure that I don't hear any beeping or, or anything on the computer. Or any, or any noise whatsoever. No, and I just breathe. I mean, breathing, especially when you're going through anxiety and, and you're in, a, in an anxious state, your breathing always becomes irregular. So you've got to get your breathing back. And the, the more irregular your breathing becomes, then the higher your anxiety also becomes. So it's just a catch-22. And when you realize that that's where you are, you know, and that's the state that you you put yourself into or the situations that you have put you into, even if you don't have the luxury of getting away for like the hour I did today, yeah. take yourself into a washroom or to a quiet room and just get your breathing under control. Um, you may not say, I'm breathing fine, I'm breathing fine, but really we're not. We're not breathing fine in that state. And uh, you need to take those deep breaths. Um, well, not just physical breaths, but also give let your mind breathe. Well, as soon as you take those physical breaths, your mind will breathe. That's will breathe it, with you, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It will. It goes hand in hand, and then all that that crap that's inside your head sort of stops the chatter. You know, it lessens. It gets quieter and you become much more in control of, of what's going on and yourself. From that way you can take control. That's right. That's right. So that, that's my experience of anxiety today, I can tell you. Oh, yeah. And well, it's, well, it's, very, inter- well, it's very interesting that one, that, one, that, you, that uh, talking about anxiety, like when one person shares a story of anxiety, it, it, it has a... It has an effect on the other person, a person who is who is also has anxiety in other areas, and then they share their story. Right, and, you, and like you said before, we do, we don't feel alone. Then, right? You don't. It's spontaneous. Yeah, and we it's the circle of life. We all feel it. We all go about it, and 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 in this world right now, we don't have the time to realize it, and it can get a hold like it did today, just a tad unhealthy so you got to let it go um and in in a lot of cases you know when it it starts to become unhealthy and we don't recognize it then sometimes that's when it becomes too late and then we have the panic attacks anxiety attacks the hyperventilation hyperventilation um and it can even if you hold on to it long enough can turn into depression oh yeah so uh, well i was going to talk about that like there's anxiety and there's also there's also the extreme side of anxiety where you where the where you develop sort of like a, a phobia to certain th- certain things, like for example, like I can like I can go back to my uh, I can go back to to my uh, my uh, aversion to wind, for example, those wind, right, wind, wind right, storms. Yeah. When I have when there was all, when they were just re- report like even reports of weather wind warnings and stuff when I was living on the coast would mm-hmm. would cause me a ton of anxiety mm-hmm. and. And, and it was so so much anxiety. It sort of developed. It sort of developed into a. It developed into a, pho- a phobia. A phobia against wind. Against wind, uh, wind storms and mm-hmm. really and strong winds in general. Mm-hmm. Where where, a strong gust of wind would get me would get me, would put me into the fight or flight mode. Right. And uh, yeah, and if uh, I think I think with those with phobias like that, it's sort of like a. An extreme form of anxiety, right? Mhm. Mhm. Or anxiety that, that's uh, le- that's uh, 
that festers and develops. Festers and develops, yes. Um, and evolves. And evolves. Yeah. Yeah, very good words to describe that. Um, simply because that's what, again, can happen when sometimes when we, we let things go and, and we don't examine them or, or, underst- or try to understand what they are. And, again, that's where, you know, that's where a good part of that shame emotion comes in. Because the admonishment. Go, yeah, because you go, it's wind. You know, part of your subconscious is going, well, it's just wind. Why? What am I so fearful of? What? What is it that makes me afraid? And a lot of us will not take the time to sort of focus on that and figure out what it is. I mean, so many. Look at how many people are are also scared of lightning storms. Oh um, man, lightning storms! I remember when that that was my child. That lightning storm, thunderstorms. That mm-hmm. was my child. That was my childhood anxiety. Right. So, so where do those come from? You know, like how did we get those? It's not not all of us have been struck by lightning. So, no, no, no. So where would that fear come from, and and why does it fester? Why does it become larger? Why is it, as soon as we see a flash of lightning or or hear a a crack of thunder, you know, we're we're in our parents' beds, or, you know, we're we're underneath a bed, or we're in tears, shaking, hiding in the corner. Like, what is it that brings that into such a a strong phobia, of and that paralyzes us? So again, those are, are things that okay. Wait, there, and here we go. I'm going to put it out again. It's it's the the it gets you boils down to the fear of death, and this is what I want to share with you and the audience. And it is a story, and it's called the egg. Oh yes, yes. It was a was it a story? It was a story that was given to you by your daughter. Right? By my daughter. She had it in her English class. Oh. And it was is written by Andy Weir. Oh, w- I W-E-I-R. Um, W-E-I-R. And it's called The Egg, and this is basically, again, to do with death um, and and fears and, and everything. So I'm hoping... And the, all the anxieties I go towards. <laughs> exactly. So I hope everybody enjoys it, and I'm not as uh, well... I don't read aloud as well as Tim does, so please be patient with me. And this was another my childhood phobia was reading out loud. So Oh, very interesting. <laughs> we uncovered that too. <laughs> so here we go. I'm giving it a try, audience. But it's called The Egg, again by Andy Weir. Mm-hmm. You were on your way home when you died. It was a car accident. Nothing particularly remarkable, but fatal nevertheless. You left behind a wife and two children. It was a painless death. The EMTs tried their best to save you, but to no avail. Your body was so utterly shattered, you were better off. Trust me. And that's when you met me? What? What happened? You asked. Where am I? You died, I said matter-of-factly. No pointing, no point in mincing words. There was a truck, and it, w- and it was skidding. Yep, I said. I, I died? Yep. You didn't feel, but don't feel bad about it. Everyone dies, I said. Looked around. There was nothingless. Just you and me. What was this place, you asked. Is this the afterlife? More or less, I said. Are you God, you asked. Yep, I replied. I'm God. My kids, my wife, you said. What about them? Will they be all right? That's what I'd like to see, I said. You just died and your main concern is for your family. That's good stuff, right there. You looked at me with frustration. To you, I didn't look like God. I just looked like some man, or possibly a woman, some vague authority figure, maybe. More of a grammar school teacher than the Almighty. Don't worry, I said. They'll be fine. 
Your kids will remember you as as perfect in every way. They didn't have time to grow con- contempt for you. Your wife will cry on the outside, but will secretly be re- relieved. To be fair, your marriage was failing apart. If it's any con- consolation at all, she feel very guilty for feeling relieved. Oh, you said. So what happens now? Do I go to heaven or hell or something? Neither, I said. You'll be reincarnated. Ah, you said. So the Hindus were right. All religions are right in their own way, I said. Walk with me. You followed along as we strode through the void. Where are we going? Nowhere in particular, I said. It's just a nice walk while we talk. So what's the point, then, you asked. When I I get reborn, I'll just be a blank slate, right? A baby? So all my experiences and everything I did in this life won't matter? Not so, I said. You have within you all the knowledge and experience of your past lives. You just don't remember them right now. I stopped, walk, and took you by the shoulders. Your soul is more magnificent, beautiful, and gigantic than you could possibly imagine. A human mind can only contain a tiny fracture of what you are. It's like sticking your finger in a glass of water to see if it's hot or cold. You put a tiny part of yourself into the vessel, and when you bring it back out, you've gained all the experiences it had. You've been in a human for the last 48 years, so you haven't stretched out yet and felt the rest of your immense consciousness. If we hung out here for long enough, you'd start to remember everything, but there's no point in doing that between each life. How many times have I been reincarnated then? Oh, lots and lots, and in lots of different lives. This time around, you'll be a Chinese peasant girl in 5040 A.D. Wait, what? you stammered. You're sending me back in time? Well, I guess technically, time, as you know it, only exists in your universe. 